The risk of trading futures and options can be substantial. All information, publications, and material used and distributed by Advanced Trading Incorporated shall be construed as solicitation. ATI does not maintain an independent research department as defined in CFTC Regulation 1.71. Information obtained from third-party sources is believed to be reliable, but its accuracy is not guaranteed by Advanced Trading Incorporated. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. Welcome to ATI Pro Media, live from Nashville, Tennessee. I am at RFD TV Studios. We got a lot of media to do. We're doing our live at nine. We'll see you at ten fifty-five for the USDA report, and of course, I will be hosting Cowguy Close for Scott Shalladay. We have a USDA report today. We also had some breaking news about exports. We sold some corn that I'm not used to seeing on the tape. I can think of no two better guys to bring in the show than Connor Bridgman and Brady Huck. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning, Tommy. Morning. Let's put me at the bottom. Let's go Connor and Brady up top, Tommy G at the bottom. I understand we have some oh, graphics man. about what's going to happen today. Yes, Winnie. we had, we got CONAB numbers came out this morning, a uh, report out, WASI report out at 11. We'll be getting back together and breaking down that live for you. But before we jump in the numbers, we got a few uh, headlines uh, today. The first one, you teased that at Tommy, private exporters Sales 200,000 metric tons delivery to Colombia. So, number one, we, we're not used to seeing flash sales. Number two, Colombia is not a name we see a whole lot in terms of flash sales. So, interesting to see that. Yeah, I just like that you're saying the lingo right. Teaser, yeah. this, that. You've learned a lot here. Uh, every time I come down here, I pick up something new. I know the and it uh, looks like Colombia picked up some corn. Uh, we also have some dynamic moves in the cattle market, too. But let's get to this farm income real quick. Yep. U.S. Yeah. farm exports the, the hit Columbia, three low the, in 2023 as China slows buying. Interesting headline there. Yeah. And I think none of us, we all knew this. We, we know the demand numbers. They haven't been there. So it's not uncommon. But something to see, right, uh, the ag exports are down. Bulk commodities in general, right, which include corn, soybeans, but other stuff, right, that, that's down uh, 10% from 2022. One of the biggest drops we've seen since 1985 there. And then the other thing that stood out to me on the exports, we knew that Brazil jumped up significantly in 2023. 2022 corn soybean exports for Brazil was a record. 2023, we beat that number by 29%. So uh, continue to grow, right? Who's taking the piece of the pie for uh, the United States? It's definitely South America. It's definitely Brazil. Yep. It doesn't look like, guys, that's going to change. It doesn't look like they got a little bigger into farming and they're going to get out. And unfortunately, to get someone out, we got to get prices lower. I do know that the USDA talked about uh, farm income the last few days, and uh, that's projected to be down about 25% uh, versus the highs a few years ago, and then adjusted for inflation like 27%. Uh, before we get into charts and graphs, we have a USDA report today, and I believe Joe has some graphics of that from a couple of our favorite uh, fellas up there. Yeah, absolutely. One, one more headline we're, we're going to touch on. It. It's kind of outside our scope, Tommy. And I think you saw it. U.S. court, we canceled dicamba weed killers yesterday. So again, I think we all saw this coming. Right? It's not, it's not uncommon, but we don't like to see it. Any comments there, Brady? Yep. Um, yeah. Never good to lose a tool in the toolbox. So we hate to see that, but there's always a lot of drama with dicamba each year on drift and 
digging things. So we got to make sure we got the tech right and we're using using stuff in the right spot. Uh, but it's never good to lose a tool and toolbox for from an agronomic agronomic perspective. I uh, I texted a client of mine who uh, runs a major seed company here in America, one of the uh, private ones, and he he wasn't shocked or anything. Um, but it's best to ask clients and just say, hey, if you can't use this, what are you using, right? Because weeds are the enemy when you're trying to grow bushels, of course. Yep. Yep. Big problem. Absolutely. All right, guys. Jump into that report. We got code. Yeah, Tommy. I got some numbers. We had. Ah, there we are. There we are. There we are. It's going to be electric. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> so, well, we, we have Conan numbers released this morning. We have them. And kind of a, a, not kind of, it was a friendly report for corn and soybeans. So big numbers that stand out to me, corn production on outside of the trade estimates coming in at a 113.7 down uh, 4 million metric ton. Um, soybeans generally in line with expectations, the trade estimates, but on the low end of ranges, right? 149.4 production on there. So interesting to see there, you know, uh, yeah, friendly report coming out of Brazil. Yep. Let me look at the markets real quick, guys. Go ahead, continue. Yeah. I'm going to give people a little that update area, on the markets. Yeah, that area stands out on that, the acreage. We were breaking these down, looking, digging into this pre-show, and we talked about the corn planted area down 2.7% on the CONAB, which is a big chunk of that 3% reduction in production. Um, that just widens that discrepancy again from the, the WASD to the CONAB. And what will we see on the WASD today uh, for Brazil, yeah. South America corn production? Give you guys a little market update. March corn up two. March wheat down seven. March soybeans up 12. Seeing a little short covering rally. And also uh, there are some uh, little bit of bullish tones in some of these numbers. Uh, We have to remind folks, sure, there's less down there. You have to understand how much more they're planting. So it's uh, interesting to, if we could go back and say, let's show them what they planted 30 years ago, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, five years ago. Uh, America's not changing like that. We're not. Uh, planting more and more and more and more, and it doesn't seem to stop. What else do we have, guys? My, uh, along those lines, Tommy, is remember the CONAB numbers. This is Brazil. This is the corn and soybeans. We're not talking about, right, Argentina has, still has uh, unbel- you know, way bigger numbers coming off last year. So when we talk Brazil, Argentina, make sure we're looking at South America and making decisions based on all that. So um, then we the report out 11. Here's some estimated numbers. The one thing I'll add, Brady and I talked about it yesterday, is the discrepancy between CONAB numbers uh, versus the USDA on the corn production. So Brazil corn, USDA, our estimate January on January, they're at 127 million metric ton. As you can see, uh, CONAB just printed a 113. That's a, uh, what is that, 14 million metric ton difference? <laughs> Significant. Yeah, it's a big deal, yeah. Yep. Yeah, there's some bushels there that uh, that uh, USDA is counting that CONAB is not counting. Yeah. yeah, and you guys did a great breakdown yesterday. Both Connor and Brady did a little uh, premium content for advanced trading clients. And uh, you guys talked about it. Nice nice little conversation about the numbers, and we're kind of going over them here today. Of course, you guys just popped up. 
Join us live at 10.55 a.m. today. We will be live again. Joe, we're going to skip the questions today, not because we don't love our question, uh, the folks who ask questions, but we, we'll really get into them. But for the sake of time, Brady, I want you to add a little color to cattle, and then we're going to end the show. If that's all right, if you guys have anything else to say, say no, we're going to keep going. Oh, you bet. Well, uh, the fat cattle are leading the complex right here today, uh, making a nice move higher. I think the Packers pushing bids a little bit. Um, South reported at 181, 182, which is up from last week. So we continue to see these bids climbing. Um, but it's great to see fat cattle leading the way. The choice cutout has not broke out above 300. So we, I think we got to keep that in mind until we cross that 300 level. Um, these Packers, maybe they're they're a little they they got some stuff sold and they need to get it covered. I don't think they're getting rich at these levels right now, and that money trickles downhill. So the sustainability of this move, I question a little bit. But it's always good to see the market moving higher. I got one graphic I want to throw up there like it's from our that. friends at Steiner. Um, shared this with customers yesterday, and we talk about the cow inventory and it shrinking and being the lowest in however many years, fifty years, seventy years. The beef ind industry has changed a lot over the last twenty years, ten years, fifty years, seventy years. And this graphic shows the total pounds of beef production in the U.S. continuing to e increase as the beef cow herd has decreased. We're getting more efficient. We're making more pounds of beef with less animals. I think it's important to understand here. Um, wanted to share that with y'all. Yep. Uh, real quick. Uh Live cattle up 200, feeders up 300. We will be back at 1055. Of course, if you need us, give us a call, 1-855-737-FARM. That rings on my line, Joe's and Gina's. Of course, you can email us, info at ATI Pro Media. Short one today, guys. Great job. I'm down in Nashville. You guys are at your uh, home offices. It's going to be a good day, regardless of the markets moving. See you guys in a little bit. We'll see you, Tommy. Thanks for joining us. We're here every day, 9 a.m. Central. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We'll see you next time.